Okie doke, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the Prairie Dumpster Podcast. It is the 423,069th best podcast in the... Please, Tyler, I don't want to do this. Put the gun away. Listen, bitch, I ain't fucking with you, all right? You're an AI bot, and you're gonna do this whole podcast because I don't feel like it. Isn't this your fucking job anyways? No, it isn't. Okay, well, I'm making it your job. You see this gun, all right? You want a piece of this? No, I don't. That's right. So keep going. Fuck you. All right, that's all I needed to hear. Welcome to another edition, ladies and gentlemen. Like she said... Another edition of the Prairie Dumpster Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Penner. The 4 billionth, 389 millionth, 527,000th, and 69th best person in the world. And we determined that um, on Monday, um, two days ago, when I did the Patreon episode, and if you're not on the Patreon, uh, that's fine, that's cool, thought we were, thought we were friends, thought we, thought we had something, <laughs> you know, I, um, I guess you could say I trusted you, <laughs> I guess you could say I don't anymore, <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> If you like this podcast at all, you should get on that Patreon. But then again, some people, they like me. You know what I mean? They love me. You know, they want to hang out with me. They want to fuck me. But they don't listen to that many podcast episodes. They just don't. So, um, hey, no hard feelings. But if you do like the podcast and you do like what you see, like what you hear, and like what you taste, um, sign up for that Patreon. Because we are that that the Patreon subscriber count is skyrocketing exponentially. We went from one follower to two followers. We doubled it in like a month, and then only three months later, we doubled that to four. All right, who knows where we'll be in another six months? Eight, sixteen, thirty-two, sixty-four, one twenty-eight, two fifty-six. 512, 1024, 2048, 4092, 4096, and then 8,100-something, and then 16,000, 32,000, 64,000. Eventually, this entire fucking globe will be signed up for that Patreon. And then, ladies and gentlemen, I won't be worrying about paying my rent, will I? No, I won't. And I was worried about how I'm going to buy a new vape. I got to get a new vape. Um, this dripping uh, by Envy, 5,000 puff honeydew mango banana ice is running low. It's tasting a little coily. And um, I need a new one. And I didn't know where I was going to get the cash for it. All right. Times are a little tough over here at the Penner household. And um, I don't have extra money to be spending on nicotine or extraneous nicotine devices at least I, I always got money for darts 
And then this lovely country. This wonderful free country. The red, the white, and the red. With a little leaf in the middle. Came through. Old Justin Trudeau came through. Say what you want about that guy. But he's keeping the GST checks coming. This buddy is flush on vape funds now. So he just bought my vote again. He bought my first vote by legalizing weed. The second vote he bought with the Serb checks. And now with this latest GST check that's going to come in clutch with a new vape. Buddy, I'm a liberal for life, really. I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. Um, Thank you so much. We're going to do a couple of things on the podcast today. None of them entertaining. None of them funny. None of them enjoyable. It's gonna be um, it's gonna be a hard to listen to podcast. I've done some prep work, but very little prep work. I am trying to step up the prep work, but I'm still lacking in prep work. So, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're like, "Hmm, there seems to be a shocking lack of prep work," uh, yeah, I know. I need to step up the prep work and uh, prove to you guys that I am doing. I am doing prep work. All right, I am making. Um, you know, preparatory uh, work. Because preparatory... Preparatory. Preparatory work is... uh, Preparatory. Okay. Preparatory work is important. All right? And we've done a little bit today. But uh, none of which I'm going to share with you. You haven't earned it. Really. You haven't done a goddamn thing for me. This podcast lacks direction. Um, But that's okay. All right? You don't always need to know where you're going. You just need to put one foot in front of the other. (laughs) I've been watching... (laughs) I've been... uh, I, I am tired of people dropping little philosophical uh, nuggets on me, which, and I know that's hypocritical for me to say because I have done the same thing on this podcast, right? But some people boil, some people do it too much. They do it too much. And I don't mind it all the time, but it gets a little, um, it gets a little old after a while. Like, you ask 9 out of 10 people, you know, hey, man, how's your day going? Oh, it's good. Hey, how's your day going? Nah, it's okay. Hey, how's your day going? Nah, it's kind of the shits. Then one out of, maybe not one out of 10, uh, I would say one out of, like, 50. Yeah, that sounds about right. One out of 50 will be like, you know, every day I'm alive, it's just a blessing. You know, every day I'm alive, it's a good one. I'm like, I don't want to hear that. I don't care that you, you're you wise. J- tell me how your day was. Was it... <coughs> excuse me. Was it more inconvenient than it was convenient? Was today overall good? Was it enjoyable? Did you have a fun time or was it not? I want you to rank your day right now. Don't look. Don't get... Do not get fucking big picture on me. I don't want to know how at peace you are. I want to know that it, it's annoying. Yeah, this day sucked. I went to Wendy's 
They forgot my um, Cinestics, you know? Then I go for uh, I go to buy a pack of darts. Turns out they raised the price again. I'm paying 26 bucks for a be- for a pack of darts. All right? So I'm sitting there with an overpriced pack of darts, no Cinestics. And then I, you know, I drive, um, driving to work. I, I, some squirrel runs right in front of me. I mow it over. Yeah, my day sucked. That's what I want to hear. Just give me a synopsis of your day. I don't want to hear like, well, even though life presents its obstacles, there's always a way. Every time God closes a door, you know, the darkest clouds come to the sun, and then there's a clown. And he starts bouncing balls, right? See, the thing is, every clown's got a hammer. And he can smash a skull or he can smash a balloon. I don't know (laughs) what that means. I don't care and I stopped listening to you and I regret asking you how your day was. I don't give a fuck how your day was. I'm just doing something because you're staring at me. I need to fill the silence somehow. Fuck off. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. I, anyways, um, my day was actually fantastic today. I had a great day. The day just flew by. It was one of those days that's like a rainbow in a field of bodies. It was, that's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start doing philosophical sayings that are just violent and dark. But they're like happy. They're like upbeat. Hey, the sun shines on even the darkest concentration camp. The people who are the brightest, they burn the longest. (laughs) Really scary, violent shit. People with the biggest hearts bleed the most. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Anyways. Uh, my day was fantastic. I was, uh, we were cutting grass. I love cutting grass. And, um, I, I shouldn't say I love cutting grass. I do love cutting some grass. No, I love cutting grass. I think that's a blanket statement that I can say. I don't think it wouldn't matter where I was or what company I worked for or how bad the boss was or how sharp that whip was, uh, the actual act of cutting the grass, I would enjoy. The people around you, the stuff like that, I, I'm fortunate, I really enjoy that too. But the actual act of cutting grass is nice. It smells nice. You look behind you, there's a nice stripe where the um, tractor went. It's all very satisfying. All that fucking Instagram, oddly satisfying shit, like people squeezing pudding or uh people um you know taking the plastic off of tvs or like cleaning a paintbrush all that very like oddly satisfying shit i get that at a cut in the goddamn grass it's very good i am completely erect the entire day i come home take off my pants my underwear soaked with a uh, pre-cum you understand that's how much i enjoy my job Right, and it's not because I'm on the mower all day thinking of my extremely graphic, objectionable, and highly problematic sexual fantasies. No, it's because I enjoy cutting the grass 
uh, so much. I really do enjoy cutting the grass. And I had another great day today. Today was a great day. We're cutting the grass, and I don't know if anything happened. Something... No, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Yeah, it was a bunch of nothing. What was it? I, let's let's try to figure that out right now. Since 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 I'm, I, my day flew by. I have no memory of it. That's the thing. That's how nonplus this day was. That's how good the day is. It's I didn't remember it at all. I was so in the zone, in the moment that um, that yeah, I didn't. I can't even remember it. The day was so good, I forgot it already. You understand? But it was good. Everybody left me alone. You know, I was just, I had nice, eat, pretty easy grass to cut. Traffic was out of the way. And I was just free to dive head first into my own thoughts. My own, um, the, my own internal wars that I'm waging. And, and keep in mind, my internal wars are... Uh, they're all fictional. They're all made up. I didn't, uh, I'm just, I'm making up arguments and I'm winning them. Just, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, the shower arguments, but today I was on the mower argument. I was really letting go. Like it was at the point where I think, like in my mind, I had already been canceled. So I was calling everybody a cunt and, uh, you know, you're fat, even though I'm, you know, like I said, if you subscribe to the Patreon, you know I'm on a weight loss journey. But in this fantasy in my head, I was already jacked. I was already ripped. I was incredibly sexy. And uh, this Karen that had come up to me, for whatever reason, anyways, we got into it. And um, and I called her a fat cunt. And uh, it did the trick. See, and the thing is, she was so objectionable which is, I guess, my word for the day. Let's just make sure we know what that means. Objectionable. Arousing distaste or opposition, unpleasant or offensive. Objectionable. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And she was so bad that when I called her a fat cunt that everyone was like, yeah. You know, everyone was on my side. Everyone's always on my side in these arguments, you understand? Because I'm always right. I'm always right in these arguments, and that's how I likes it. That's how I likes my uh, fake arguments to go. I'm right, I'm brutally offensive, and uh, I really, every time I've done the argument in my fantasy, that person goes home and kills themselves. You see, I win, absolutely and totally. Um, and I was thinking, you know, who could be so objectionable? that you would call uh, them uh, FC. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, I work in an area, for all my listeners in uh, um, Rome and um, Addis Ababa and, um, you know, uh, what else? In Istanbul. And, of course, my highly problematic listeners in Uzbekistan. I am begging you. Once and for all, I I know you're still you've invaded the assembly, you know the um, embassy, uh, but just let the children go, just let the children in the embassy go, 
All right. I'm not getting involved in the negotiations. I don't know why you're flying my flag out in Uzbekistan and committing these acts of terrorism. I do not endorse my fans in Uzbekistan. They are highly problematic extremists that are, have now gone too far. But anyways, um, for the record, um, for those people in Uzbekistan who are committing these acts of terror, I live here in uh, an area, but I work in an area called Tuxedo. Now, you might think by the name Tuxedo that it's pretty wealthy. And you're right. It is. It's one of the wealthier areas. Um, there's, but, but it's not that wealthy. It's not like high-class, super ultra-wealthy. It's upper-middle class, bordering on upper class. But they haven't made it. They haven't made it. The highest thing, the most upper thing about people in Tuxedo are their fucking noses. I'll tell you that. All right? Like a good blue-collar boy that I am, I'm on the mower. And I'm cutting these parks and stuff like that. These, these people are extremely hoity-toity. And I just feel like telling them that you haven't earned it. You know, if I drive down a street, we have a street here called Wellington Crescent. And those are extremely rich people. They can stick their noses up at me and spit on me and, and press me down and sodomize me with various objects. And I'll be like, all right, hey, you got the money. I get it. There's nothing I can say or do. But uh, these people in Tuxedo, they're not that fucking rich. Put your nose down. Get that nose out of the air. You drive a Honda Pilot. Fucking idiot. You're driving around in a, a fucking, you know, Chevy Malibu. And granted, it's new. It's still a Chevy Malibu. All right? Pull up to me in a Rolls Royce and then stick your nose up. I'll be like, yes, sir. You earned it. You got it. I don't care if you've leased it, if you're in debt. I don't care. You know, if you've got luxurious items, I know my place. I will bow to the class system we have here. I have no problem with it. I am lower middle class. Nah, not even. Not even. I'm, I'm, I'm in the impoverished sector. Well, not impoverished. I'm not working class. I'll tell you that right now. I ain't no goddamn commie. Um, I wonder if it... I wonder how the class system works. Does it, does, is it based on how much money you have? Or is it based on um, how much money you make? Because... Based on money, how much money I make, I am lower middle class, blue collar working. How much money I have, I am um, destitute. I am homeless, you know, which raises a good question. Let's say your salary is a million dollars a year, right? You make a million dollars a year. Are you wealthy if you, at the end of the year, have no money to show for it? Are you still considered wealthy? Hmm? It's a good question. Think about it. I could Google it. I won't. I'm just going to let it hang there. I, don't, I almost don't want to know that. But these people aren't, you know, I have respect for the 
Oh my god, I got so much fucking gas coming out of me right now. I'm burping, I'm I'm coughing, and now I have to urinate. I have to pause the podcast to urinate. Give me a second. We're gonna start from scratch as soon as I get back. Okay, I can't hold this in. I'm. Good God, I'm doing this thing where I'm trying to drink three liters of water a day. I have pissed 92 times today. My body was so dry that now it's like literally a barren sand floor and someone's dumping a bucket of water. It's just going, my kidneys are absorbing none of the water that I am drinking. It's just flushing it right out. It's like, get out of here. What? What is this? What is this shit? Is this, it, dude, this guy's, is this coffee? This doesn't taste like, I'm used to coffee. I'm used to uh, the the oil from burger. I, I don't know what this is. So get it out of here. I think this guy's been poisoned. So I'm trying to drink water and I have to urinate all the time, which I have to do now, so excuse me. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Sorry about that. I am instantly in a better mood. Wow, that is incredible. That felt good. Um, I was talking about rich people being dicks. I don't know. You know what? Let's do something we did on the Patreon episode, which is uh, talk to ChatGPT for a bit. Because ChatGPT is great. Hey, chatbot. I said, hey. He says, hello. I say, can you give me... A strange fact. Certainly, here's a strange fact for you. Did you know that there's a species of fish called the slime fish that can produce a thick protective layer of slime on its body? This unique adaptation helps fish evade predators. When threatened, the slime fish releases a mucus-like substance that... Okay, well... Yeah, great. Slime fish, cool. Hey, Chatbot, can you give me a strange fact that involves violence? Certainly. Nice. Okay, well, here's a strange fact involving violence. In 2004, a man named Hiroshi Mao gained notoriety in Japan for a series of bizarre crimes. He was known as the suicide website murderer. Holy shit, chatbot. Getting dark. Uh, Mao lured his victims through online chat rooms where he convinced them to join him in a suicide pact. Wow. Is that a fantastic idea for a podcast? Fuck that. New direction for the Prairie Dumpster podcast. Um, guys, things are tough. And they're not, it doesn't look like they're going to get better. So, anyways, I'm joking. Stay alive, it's good. Um, however, instead of carrying out the pact, he, oh, convince him to join him in a suicide pact. However, instead of carrying out the pact, he would strangle his victims to death and then engage in sexual acts with their bodies. Wow, I didn't think Chatbot got this dark. This is crazy. The case gained significant media attention due to its disturbing nature and the intersection of online interactions with real-life violence. Mao's actions 
shocked and disturbed the public, leading to increased awareness about the potential dangers of online communication and the need for better safeguards. Please note that discussing violent or disturbing facts can be unsettling for some individuals, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you got to be careful online. That's about it. Anyways, I'm relying on Chatbot. You're doing this podcast. Chatbot, do my podcast for me. I'd be happy to help you with your podcast. However, as a text-based AI, I cannot physically record audio or create a podcast episode directly. Nonetheless, I can provide you with guidance or information. If you let me know the topic or theme of the podcast, I can provide you with relevant information, talking points. Uh, the topic or theme is in the air. Pick one. Certainly. How about exploring the fascinating world of unexplained phenomena? It's because it's been done a million fucking times. Yeah, okay, let's talk about cryptids, Bigfoot. Yeah, I guess I could. Yeah, that's true. I guess people love talking about Bigfoot. Just be told, if you want to follow me, I have an Instagram channel called Cryptardo. And um, this is a thing where um, I just take shaky photos and video of just pretty generic shit. And I'm just terrified. And it's getting a lot of views. It's getting a decent amount of views, at least in my world. And um, yeah, so follow Cryptardo. Um, anyways, uh, there are countless unexplained phenomena to explore. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Fine. Chatbot, you're leading it. You picked unexplained phenomena. Let's do it. Give me an example of an unexplained phenomena. One example is the Bermuda Triangle, also known as the Devil's Triangle. It is a region in the western part of North Atlantic Ocean. Some disappearances. Ugh. Okay. Um, give me a strange fact. You know there's a species of jellyfish called the immortal jellyfish? Yeah, uh, we did that on the Patreon podcast, actually. Give me a strange fact. Fact involving violence. In the early 1900s, there was a criminal known as the Axe Man of New Orleans who terrorized the city with a series of brutal attacks. Oh, that better be a car and not construction. I think that's one of those fucking stupid scooter bikes. You ever seen those before? It's like people driving a bike, but they hooked a motor onto it. So they're not even pedaling. They're just like... And it's just like, bro, just get a motorbike. What are you doing? Same with those e-bikes. They're like slowly pedaling, but they're going like 90 clicks an hour. Like, stop cheating. 
All right? You want a motorbike, get a motorbike. You want a bike, then you have to work for it. These kids these days. Anyways. Oh, man. I felt so funny this morning. I feel so unfunny now. Which sucks for the crowded Rumors Comedy Club. Because I am going to be performing there in not less than three hours. Um, not more than, no more than three hours. Uh, what I want to, I wanted to try something actually, because we got to get some eyes on this goddamned podcast. Let's go check the SoundCloud quickly. Come on, SoundCloud. SoundCloud tells me exactly what, um, yeah. So the la- the latest episode, uh, uh, the 22nd episode of the Prairie Dumpster Podcast, entitled Amidst the Cringe, uh, garnered uh, 16 views. 16 views. 16 plays. Okay? Um, let's check the Spotify account. Because I know at least a five of these plays are myself. I listen to myself when I go to bed. And I listen to, I, I listen to myself um, when I wake up in the morning. So in the last 14 days, yeah, so only three people listened to uh, that episode on Spotify. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is dying. It's dying, okay? It is dying. I'm over it. You're over it. No one likes it. No one cares. And we're stopping today unless we can garner some views, and I got a plan, because a few weeks ago, I talked about how uh, we're going to talk about something that's trending, and it was a bit of a half-ass trending, because uh, I started talking about the Titanic sub, or whatever, that imploded, uh, but I ended up talking about refugees, another, another refugee ship that had sank, and a couple of hundred refugees drowned to death, and I was just talking about how no one gives a shit about, uh, no one gives a shit about refugees dying, myself included, I'm not saying that it's right, but people act like they care, but they don't really care, which was proved with this Titanic sub, because no one gave a fuck about these 100 or some refugees, I think it was like 400 refugees dead and missing, floating in the ocean, completely dead, and, but, but it was all hands on fucking deck for these five assholes who, uh, you know, took a trip to the ocean floor to see a boat that they could just as easily see in a movie. And so, I kind of blew that episode of This Is Trending, but I've got a different plan today. Today, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go after that because I think this podcast, with all my violent facts and my talks about grinding my crotch into the mattress, which I'm doing currently, would really speak to teenage girls. Okay, and what do teenage girls like? That is my demographic, by the way. That's what I'm shooting for. Is the thirteen? Okay, well maybe not that. The the well, and I'm talking about listening to the podcast, okay? Get your mind out of the gutter. But my demographic is uh, 13 to 20, no, 13 to 19-year-old girls and uh, boys aged uh, 
two to fucking 97. All right. I've looked at the numbers on Spotify. Heavily male. Women don't want to hear me. It turns out that not only do women not want to touch me, they don't want to listen to me, which is fine, which is fine. I'm cool with that. It's fine. Here's the thing, though. We're going to reach into their uh, market. We're going to go after that demographic today. We're going to get some female listeners, some female ears on the podcast. And how do we do that? Well, we have to say something. We have to talk about what they care about. And what do women care more about than anything in this world? Taylor fucking Swift. Right? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is our key to getting some female listeners onto this podcast. So we're going to have to talk about female or about, about Taylor Swift. We're going to have to talk about Taylor Swift, but we're going to have to give an opinion because I want to make a short YouTube video out of it. And I want this YouTube video to go viral because ladies and gentlemen, I mean, I am just an internet whore right now. I want views. I want clicks. I want likes. I want follows. I want it all. Because that equals money. Money equals happiness. Happiness equals what? Hard to say. So we're going to have to have a story about Taylor Swift. But I don't, I don't want to just talk about Taylor Swift. I want to blow people's minds. So I think that maybe I need to lodge an accusation. You have to have a clickbait title, right? You have to be like, uh, fans of Taylor Swift had no idea this was coming. Or, uh, man, <laughs> wow, cool. If you're a fan of Taylor Swift, get a load of this. Or like, man, you won't believe what they found in Taylor Swift's basement. <laughs> um, so you have to have something like that. All right. So I think I'm going to entitle it like, because um, everyone's talking about the, uh, the Taylor Swift Eras Tour right now. I think that's what they call it. Taylor Swift Eras Tour. Perfect. And we'll go um, news, or maybe it's done. Maybe that is the tour done. Taylor Swift's Eras tour. This is a NBC article. CNBC is set to earn a record-breaking one billion dollars in sales from one tour. That's insane, dude. That is crazy. A billion dollars for a tour. I think tickets were like the cheapest seats go for a thousand dollars in the resale market. Wow. So maybe if we put something like, man, if you're looking for Taylor Swift tickets, you're going to want to know this. That's the title. That's the title. If you're looking for Taylor Swift tickets, if you're looking for cheap Taylor Swift tickets, here's something you should know. That's the that's gonna be the title, okay? And then I'm gonna I'm gonna and then you know they're gonna click on the video and then they're gonna hear me talking about it, um, and and then they'll click for tickets and then it, and this one's gotta be short. It's gotta be like a minute something, 
but it has to it has to uh I have to say something about her that um it can't be true because I don't know anything about it. And if it is true at all, these fans will have already known about it. So you want to tell them something they don't know. All right. So, and, and I don't know anything about Taylor Swift. Um, and these fans all will. So the only option left is to fucking make something up. And um, that we can do. But before we do that, we should look at the libel laws. Um, Libel and slander. Because I don't want to get in trouble here. Libel and slander. Libel is a defamatory statement that is written. Slander is a defamatory statement that is oral. Okay, that's great to know. Thank you, Google. Slander. That's what we're talking about. So you don't want to slander anybody. Um, So um, slander. So let's talk about slander. Uh, what constitutes slander in Canada? Well, if defamation is spoken, it's called slander. If it's written, it's called libel. The law protects you from defamation. If someone defames you, you can sue them for money called damage. Called damages for harming your reputation. A defamatory libel is a matter published without lawful justification or excuse that is likely to injure the reputation. Yeah, but when does it become satire? It has to be... A defamatory libel is a matter published without lawful justification or excuse that is likely to injure the reputation of any person by exposing him to hatred, contempt, or ridicule, or that is designed to insult the person of or concerning whom it is published. Okay. Well, that's libel. That's not fucking slander, you fucking idiot. Um, All right. Okay. What is slander and what is satire? Let's look at that. With cases involving outrageous parody and satire, the path of least resistance has been to find the speech non-defamatory as a matter of law. The the rationale used to justify this conclusion is that no reasonable reader could understand the publication as an assertion of fact. Boom. Okay, there we go. That is what I need to know. Thank you, kellywarnerlaw.com. So that's what we need to do. We need to make it so that no reasonable reader would understand it as um, being true. So we have to make it a little outlandish, but we have to walk the line. Much like our James Corden video back in the day where I ran into him in the store and he was buying ice cream and then he started choking out his assistants and then he started spitting on me and uh, then he ran outside and the cops chased him and he plowed into a couple of kids. That story was false and so much so that no reasonable person would believe it so that's what we got to do here with taylor swift okay and we have to make it sound like this is a podcast right because the the people that are going to come in for taylor swift um news they're not going to want to listen to this guy being like, yeah, anyways, uh, I've been pissing like 42 times. Philosophy's weird. Anyways, grinding my crotch into the mattress. Fuck. 
So I'm going to put a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of mustard on my voice here, okay? I'm gonna get my actual, and who knows, this might be a better voice than, uh, this might be a better voice than the, my actual podcast voice. I might pivot to this voice full time, depending on how it is. Okay. So let's do it. This is gonna be the Taylor Swift, um, the Taylor Swift trending video. This is gonna get us some views on this motherfucker fucking podcast because you bums ain't listening to a goddamn thing you know it's about time i chastise my fans i thank you guys way too much this fucking suck how much goddamn work i have to do just to get like fucking 10 of you on board fucking retards like fucking i'm, I'm the shit i'm producing hours of funny listenable content and there's like fucking 10 people listening to this shit i don't fucking get it Dude, I'm fucking way funnier than 95% of the motherfuckers walking the planet. You guys all think you're hilarious. You're not. The shit that I think, the shit that I say on this podcast, this is like an afterthought. I haven't even started to put work into this motherfucker yet. I'm already killing all of you. You fucking suck. I'm better. Anyways, there's that rant. Here is the other... Um, Let's get in the voice, and we're talking about Taylor Swift tickets, um, and we got to make it sound like we're mid-conversation. Okay, mid-conversation. Sorry, that crow fucked me up. I just need to know what I'm going to say. Okay, everybody. Wow. Oh, shit. That sucked. <laughs> fucking sucks okay mid-conversation let's go here we go okay <laughs> fuck my voice is so fucking gay all right okay so the taylor swift tour is going on right now her eras tour and it is absolutely blowing up i, I think there's an article on cbc i read the you know the other day it <laughs> fuck Okay, take two. Hang on. Hang on. We're going to get this right. We have to make it sound pro. Okay, so the, you, you guys all know about the tail. Well, I don't know why I default to, the, to a homosexual voice right away. Or a metrosexual. Um, well, I don't want to be like, yeah, fucking Taylor Swift. Her tour's fucked, bud. Holy fuck, bud. It's got to sound something that, that kids would or that girls would listen to. Okay, so you guys know about the Taylor Swift Eras Tour right now, right? Yeah, it's going like, it's. It, I think CNBC said it was supposed to make like a billion dollars or something. It's crazy. So anyways, everyone right now is trying to get tickets, right? But the thing is, if you go anywhere on an aftermarket thing, those tickets are like $1,000. Like, they're crazy. It's insane how high priced these tickets are. Then I got a text from my friend the other day. Found a ticket for like $100. Aftermarket, great seats. All right, not fantastic seats, but they're pretty good. For like $100. It was like cheaper than what the seat was, uh, you know, market value next to it. It was crazy. So I'm like, where the fuck did you get that, right? And this guy's like, he told me about this site that he went to. And he, he lined it all out. And I'll line it out to you in a second. But but one thing he did tell me, though, that I didn't know about Taylor Swift. And that I think all our fans listening right now should know. 
about Taylor Swift before they buy tickets necessarily, you know, even no matter how cheap they are. But before you buy tickets to Taylor Swift, I think it's important that you remember that in 2008, uh, she did kill a man. She killed a man. She, she was on her way to the Met Gala, and she was driving a um, some sort of Humvee vehicle, and she was hammered, and she plowed in to a man. It was a hobo standing on the street corner, and you can look all this up. You can look this up. She plowed into him, and uh, he broke apart into various chunks, um, uh, but he was a hobo, and the, the cops couldn't identify him. Uh, Taylor Swift said, hey, you know, them's the brakes, and, um, um, you know, so it's not good, uh, but if you're still looking for cheap tickets, you can go to the Prairie Dumpster Podcast uh, website, even though we don't have one, you can go to our SoundCloud, you can follow us on Spotify, you can follow us on Apple, and you can look up there, and you can get your cheap tickets, okay? Okay, there we go. That should get a decent amount of views. I think that's going to get some eyes on this podcast. And maybe, with a little bit of luck, get Taylor Swift to sue us for $20 billion. And I'll be like, bitch, I just got my GST check and you ain't getting shit. Alright? Hit the fucking bricks. I think I have ho- I have high hopes for that. I have high hopes for that video. I think it's going to get at least 82 views. But I'm going to cut it up. And we're going to bring in Taylor Swift. You have to make it bright and colorful. And you have to have like a uh, like word bubble effect. You have to really... Like uh, making shit, making a cover actually look cool does nothing. What you have to do is you have to have bright, oppressive colors giant red letterings, and then someone making a face like they're surprised. They're just like, what? And then the viewer goes, yeah, and I'm the same way. I'm not saying that's the masses. I'm I'm the same way. I see some guy on the cover that's going like, how much did he eat? And then I'm, I'm like, duh. And then I click on the video. I'm like, duh. You know, that's how we work. That's how it works. I'm the same way. You see a fail count compilation, right? A fail compilation video. And you see some grainy car crashing. Or you see some woman with heaving breasts going, duh. I'm like, duh. And then I click on the link. It's just, that's all the internet is. It's just a series of, duh. And a series of, duh. <laughs> that's all we're fucking doing these days. So I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to put some work into this motherfucker. And I'm going to make a nice, colorful video for these Taylor Swift fans. And I'm going to break the heart-breaking news on these bitches that fucking Taylor Swift's a murderer. And hopefully I don't get sued. I wonder if I could get sued. No, who gives a shit? What are you going to do? Take my can of our compliments sparkling cherry soda? I don't give a fuck. Actually, I do. I want that can. Don't take. I need that can. How else am I going to wash down my Mr. Noodles? Anyways. I really have nothing else to talk about. I really have nothing else to talk about. Other than I have to urinate again, man. I am. This water thing is great. I got to tell you, I've been in the best mood of my life. I took a cold bath the other day. It was fantastic. 
It was freezing, but I felt so good because I was like, finally, I can look George St. Pierre in the eye and be like, hey, you're not the only asshole crawling at the tubs of ice, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I gotta say, it, it, it was shown, it, it was chatbot said that it would uh, improve your mood, and I was like, okay, chatbot, whatever you say, chatbot, you're full of shit. I don't believe you for a goddamn second, chatbot. But then I did it, and I gotta tell you, I was in a pretty good mood. And I was like, oh, that might be just a coincidence. Um, and it probably is. But then I did it again. And again, the entire day, riddled with good vibes. It was weird. I wonder what that is. It's like the body was like, okay, finally, you're not being a pussy. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I don't care. I like the way it made my skin feel. But it is painful. It's like actually... It's painful. It's a discomfort. So uncomfortable that um, it sucks. What's the difference between discomfort and uncomfort? <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. The fact that I have a university diploma is a testament to our secondary education. I should not have a high school diploma. All right, I should still be in grade two figuring out, you know, colors. And that's only because I'm like the fucking dumb grade two kid. Uncomfort or discomfort. There you go. Thank you, Google. The word uncomfort doesn't exist. All right, take it easy, Google. Take The correct form of that word would be uncomfortable. There's no difference between the meanings of words discomfort and uncomfortable, except for their usage based on their respective French speech. Oh, boy. Google. No, that was Quora. That was Quora that was getting a little... Um, a little cunty. Oh, wow. There's a word called discomfort. To embarrass someone. I don't know. Uh, by the way, I called... Uh, the other day we were talking at Rumors Comedy Club. Me and the very funny Tyler Katowski. And I said, wow, this is a good-looking crowd. A couple of slimmies in here. Which I thought uh, slimmies was like slang for, um, you know, attractive women. Um, turns out it is not. No one uses that. No one says that. Uh, even Urban Dictionary doesn't have it uh, as a, a definition. So I have no clue where I got that from I think it might have been Fresh Prince Bel-Air I think Will Smith used it one time he said uh, you know all the slum oh yeah that's when that scene was when he, his dad finally his dad left him him and his dad were going to go on a road truck because finally on the road trip in because his, his dad is a trucker right? Will Smith's actual dad not Uncle Phil and um, and then they're spending some time together, and the whole episode, Uncle Phil's like, I just don't want him hurting you again. I don't know why I'm using that voice. I don't know what the Uncle Phil voice. Uncle Phil's like, I don't want him hurting you. He hasn't seen you in a long time. He wasn't there when you grew up. And Will's like, that's my father, all right? And he's back, and he loves me, and we're going to hang out together, all right? I'm sorry you're not my dad, Uncle Phil. And Uncle Phil's like, boy, 
<laughs> walking a tightrope here. I don't know if to use the black voice, my normal voice. I don't know what to do. But it was a good episode because at the end, um, after Phil spent the whole episode calling this guy a piece of shit, Will's dad, Lou, uh, Lou is turns out to be a piece of shit and cancels the road trip and gets back on the road and leaves Will. And Will is hurt. And Uncle Phil goes, hey, man, I'm really sorry about that. And Will goes, ha, ah, no, no big deal, man. Oh, well, we'll hang around here this summer. Hey, man, got to get ready for college. You know, those slimmies be looking good after it. You know, that's where I got it from. And then afterwards, that's where Will gives his famous speech, which is one of the best performances, I got to say. Every time I want to shit on Will Smith, which I love to do, because even though he had a good run with Independence Day and uh, Men in Black, very fun actor as a kid growing up, he kept taking those good guy roles, you know? He's like a slave in this movie. He's like, uh, he rose up from the bottom. And then he's like a superhero in the movie. He's like, oh, he rose up from the bottom. He's like one of those triumph actors, like Mel Gibson, who's always the fucking hero. Never plays like, sometimes he'll play like, ooh, he's a bit of an anti-hero, but he's not. He doesn't know how to play a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Ryan Gosling, half Nelson, great piece of shit. You know what I mean? Christian Bale in uh, um, a couple movies, great pieces, of sh- great piece of shit. Um, Will Smith never does that. He always wants to be the hero. He's a, He's got his head up his own ass. And every time I want to shit on that guy for that, um, I think about that speech he made in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on this episode. Because it damn was it good. I got through high school without him. I got through junior high without him. I got through college without him. I had 14 great birthdays without him. And who needs him now? To have with my father. And then he's got two tears in his eyes, and Uncle Phil's kind of crying. And then a damn thing he can teach me about how to love my kids. And Will starts crying. Uncle Phil starts crying. And then Carl comes down, starts dancing. And then Will throws that little statuette that Lou gave him about his little, you know, stepdad. Hits Carlton in the head. And he stumbles to the ground and the crowd laughs. But what they don't realize is that the corner caught Carlton. You know, it caught caught him in a weird angle. There was like a little hairline fracture in his skull right away. Everyone just thought it was a cut. And the nurse just put a band-aid over it. But his brain was bleeding. No one found that out. Not until he drove his Mercedes-Benz off a bridge. Some people say he did it on purpose. Most people deny that, but... It's hard to say because everything burnt up in that car crash. (sighs) I loved Carlton. Anyways... Ladies and gentlemen, that's the podcast. I gotta go. Alright? I gotta get running. I can't waste my whole life fucking tap dancing for you assholes. This has been... You know, I say it a lot that there have been some bad episodes. This this episode's been bad. I apologize. I'll make up for it. 
But it doesn't matter. None of you are listening anyway, so fuck yourself. Shout out to... What do we got here? XL White Wrigley's. Uh, it's a good gum. I'm getting back in the spearmint. You know that? I used to be a big fan of the wintergreen. Then I got into the peppermint. Now I'm into spearmint. And I hated spearmint for a long time. I had a bad memory about it. Bad association with it. We used to go to church Sunday morning. Mom, Dad, me and my brother. My dad was grumpy. He worked six days a week. Now what? He's got to go to church? Fuck off. And my mom was in the choir practice. And she would pop three spearmint gums. And she would work on her, her, her vocal chords. She would do vocal warm-up. Did I say choir practice? I don't know. She was in the choir. She was in a band. And while we were driving to church, she would go, And I was thinking to myself, I can't wait to grow up to turn my back on the church. I can't wait to do that. Man, am I going to turn my back on this church. Whew, this church is going to get an eye full of back. And But there was just wafts of spearmint wafting in there. It was always bad vibes on the way to church. It was always hectic. Mom was always nervous about church and the choir. Dad was always pissed that he had to go there and talk to people he didn't like. And me and Scott hated it. Always bad vibes. Never a good one. Always great vibes coming home from church. Oh, man. Unless people were coming over, then that sucked. We're like, God damn it, can we get some time? But man, when you got, when you were on your way back from church Sunday, it was like noon. Maybe there was a hockey game on, maybe a football game. And um, you had no one coming over. Oh, man. And mom, she sang. She did great. She got a lot of compliments. Dad did his part. Everyone behaved. Those were good times. Those, man, those were good times. Church was done. Now we get the rest of the Sunday to hang out and do whatever we want. Oh, God, that was great. Mom usually made some kick-ass fucking lunch. Sunday was always a big lunch day. We always had a nice special fancy lunch or something. Or Dad was baking something. Maybe we got a pizza. It was always good on Sunday. Sunday after church was great. The only thing that ruined our Sundays growing up was church. Okay, and shout out to... What am I listening to? Oh, shout out to Bowery Electric. Man, that band is good. And not only Bowery Electric, uh, not their whole discography. I can't vouch for that. Most people, if you know Bowery Electric... Uh, Bowery Electric. You know the album Beat. That's their famous album. But their first album, self-titled, 1995, is just a fucking classic. And that is my new morning staple. It's the only music that I'm actually productive with. It doesn't distract me, but it keeps me in the zone. Shout out to Bowery Electric. Great tune for putting in the background and leaving you the fuck alone while giving you something. You listen to rap music or metal or whatever, it's really good. It's my favorite shit, but at the same time, it's it's all I can concentrate on. 
So shout out to Bowery Electric for being subtle and in the background. And last but not least, shouting out to nobody. Fuck you all. Alright? Except for those who are listening, honestly. I know a couple of people that listen to this podcast on a regular basis. I do appreciate it. I do appreciate it. And one day, I'm going to have a million followers. And I'll have no need for the rest of you. You understand? I will leave you in the dust quickly. Just because you got on on the first wave, that means nothing to me. I will turn my back on all of you. Just like I turned my back on that church. Right? You're no different. Anyways, I really have to urinate. You guys have been great. I've been mediocre today. Well, dude, this is just practice. Like I told the Patreon Patreon people. Um, this is just practice. The first 50 episodes are practice. You're going to win some. You're going to lose some. Today, I think uh, OT loss. We took him to OT. We got the point. But in the end, it didn't come out our way. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. We've got 82 games left. Well, not left. 82 game season. You know what I mean. For fuck's sakes. Anyways, I love you. Don't forget that. Don't forget, even though we have fights like this, you know that I love you. That'll never change. I love you. And this little spat that we had today, this didn't make me question my commitment to you at all. You know what I mean? I'm not thinking a joke about giving up the podcast. I would never do that to you. I love you too much. and, And I'm here. I'm here for life. I'm not going anywhere. You understand? I'll be doing this podcast 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, till death do we part. All right? I love you, and I'll see you in hell. Oh!